0: Well, hey there, Amy Porterfield here, and welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Now, we have a lot to cover today, but before we get there, I have to tell you that this weekend, my cocker spaniel, Gus, had surgery. Now, he's only four years old, but he was running for the ball about a month ago, and all of a sudden, he starts screaming bloody murder, and he never does that, and his leg was kind of out to the side. Well, it turns out he popped his hip out of the socket, but in a really weird way. And so he had surgery yesterday and the vet said that he's never seen a weird injury like this in his lifetime. And Gus had to get this prosthetic ligament put in. Very weird. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is I now have a new found respect and compassion for any pet owners out there who have ever had an injured animal. Oh my goodness. After surgery, Gus has to be confined to this little gate area that I set up because he's not allowed to walk on wood floors and my entire house is covered in wood floors. So we have this little patch of carpet, which is really just a rug and poor little Gus has to be there for 10 days shoot me now. He is miserable. He does not like to be confined. And I hate to see him in there. He just cocks his head and stares at me the whole time. Like, get me out of here or I'm going to going to go crazy. So it's just miserable. Plus, I'm so scared of the stitches coming out and all that stuff. So I get it now. If you're a pet owner and you've been through this. My condolences. I understand how rough it is. OK, so that was my weekend. We're moving into the week and today's episode is all about Facebook groups. But let me talk to you why I'm bringing this topic up yet again. So in episode number 142, the first episode I did of 2017, I talked about making bold moves in your business. And one of the seven bold moves I suggested was to create a Facebook group, to build a community around a solid single topic and become the go-to source and leader in that community. And so we talked about this in episode 142, but I really didn't get down to the details. And then I thought, Facebook groups just keep popping up, why they're working, why they're so powerful. I've seen them in action so many times, and I thought, I need to dissect this just a little bit more. And you guys know that my episodes are like mini trainings, and that's exactly what we're doing today. But this is actually going to be a two-parter. Now, here's why. I see Facebook groups working in three really cool ways. The first way is this community-building strategy. And I've talked about it in an episode about a year ago with Jill and Josh Statton when they were just starting their Facebook group around Screw the 9 to 5, which is their brand. And we talked about what they were doing to build this community. But I also think that there's this other side of Facebook groups that we need to talk about, and that is creating an exclusive Facebook group just for the paid members of your programs, products, and services. And that's exactly how I use Facebook groups. So I always offer an exclusive private Facebook group as a bonus to anybody who joins one of my three programs. Now, there's actually a third way you can start using Facebook groups, and this one might surprise you because we don't talk about it a lot, and that is a pop-up Facebook group. And a pop-up Facebook group is basically a Facebook group that you start that only lives on during a short period of time. Now, a lot of the times I've seen these pop-up groups work really effectively to offer massive value, build community before a promotion happens. And I think that's a great way of giving back before you ask for people to take action to buy a program. But there's some things that work really well in pop-up groups. And what's so cool about these pop-up groups is that they're perfect if you don't want them to live on because you know you can't manage them over and over again week after week, but you know you can offer immense value during a really specific period of time. And since they're typically around a hyper-focused topic, You can get into a lot of specific detail. These pop-up groups tend to be a lot smaller, which means they're more manageable and a lot more fun for those that are members of these groups because they get a lot of access to you. So again, I see Facebook groups working right now in three ways. The community building strategy where you cast a wide net. And then the second way is creating a private, exclusive, smaller Facebook group for only those who purchased your program. So they're paying customers, getting extra support from you around the topic of your paid course. And the third way would be these pop-up Facebook groups where they're only active for a very specific period of time, and then essentially they go away. But there's value in all three of these strategies. So here's the first thing I'm going to tell you. I am going to go into detail in this episode around Facebook groups as part of a paid course that you've created. I'm going to talk to you about why they work. I'm going to talk to you about do's and don'ts. I'm going to give you insights about how I've used them and also how to make sure that people are going to the group and they're active in the group. So there are some things you really need to know. So I'm going to get into all the specifics as a mini training today. Now, in a few weeks, I'm doing part two where I am inviting Jill and Josh Stanton of Screw the 9 to 5 back on the show because the last time they were on the show, they had just started the group and they had 5,000 people in the group, which was amazing in my opinion. I think that's a lot of people. Well, a year later, they have 30,000 plus people in their group. It's highly engaged. It's become this amazing lead machine and sales machine And people are just obsessed with their brand and what they're teaching and what they're all about. And I thought, okay, you guys are onto something bigger than you thought. I talked to Jill. She agreed. She said, oh my gosh, we've learned so much over the last year. We're doing things different than we did even a year ago. I'd love to share with your community how we did this, what to do, and how they can get started. So I thought, uh, that's a no-brainer, of course. So part one today is all about Facebook groups for a paid course. Part two will be about building this community at a bigger scale, and that's more of an open group where you're the leader. But I also wanted to mention right here and right now the power of these pop-up groups and the fact that I'm going to do one. So I'm very excited about this. I did one last year right around the time that B-School started To become a big conversation right around the time that Marie Forleo started to promote B-School. So for those of you who don't know B-School, B-School is a program that I have actually supported and encouraged my students to check out for almost eight years in a row now. It is an amazing business building program all about online marketing. And it's really for those heart-centered entrepreneurs that They're about more than wanting to make money, but they really want to make a difference in this world, which I would think is a lot of people in my community. So Marie does this amazing program every year. It's coming up. So last year I did a pop up group, and seven thousand people joined the pop up group. And what I noticed is it wasn't really focused around B school, which is the topic I wanted to talk about. And. I noticed I attracted a lot of people that just wanted to learn strategies from me, which is great, but not really the point of the group. So I thought, well, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to do this better this next time. So I've started to really study what pop-up groups are about, what makes them so valuable to the members and what I could do to really show up better. And so this year we're doing a pop-up group for B-School. It starts next week. Anybody interested in learning more about B-School and seeing if this program's right for you, I want to encourage you to join. Again, I open it up next week and it's called B-School Breakthroughs and it's 30 days of getting into the details about B-School with me. So I'm going to talk to you about if you're right for the program and here's what it's about and here's what you'll learn and if you're at the right stage of business. But the coolest thing is In this group, I'm going to show up live doing mini trainings and doing live Q&As. So you're going to see me on video a lot in the next 30 days if you want to be a part of this B-School group. Another cool thing is I'm calling it B-School Breakthroughs because I'm inviting some of the alumni who went through B-School with me over the last few years. They were part of my bonus experience And so they got all my bonuses. They went through the program with me, and they're going to talk about their successes, their big wins, how long it took them to see success, what they took advantage of the most inside B-School. So you're going to be hearing from more people than just me. And I think it's most exciting because I've been creating content for this 30-day pop-up group where I'm going to start sharing stuff I've never talked about before, and I'm saving it just for this topic around building a business through the B-School program. So I'm really excited about it. It's going to be something I've never done before because there's so many live video elements and so many mini trainings inside this group. So if you're interested in seeing how I do a pop-up group right this time, I feel like I did it wrong last year. So I'm changing things up. I'm going to do it right this time. Really make it worth every minute of your time. And so if you're interested, you just want to get on the list because I'm going to open up next week, but it's invitation only, meaning I've got to send you a special link to get in there. So, all you need to do is go to amyporterfield.com forward slash pop up and sign up to get on the list. Once I go live with the group next week, I'll send you a quick email and say, We are open and you can get in. And I'm going to do a live video training on that very first day that the group opens. So, you definitely want to jump in there. So, again, I thought this is a perfect time to talk about my own pop-up group because if you want to see it in action, and hopefully I really make you proud with this, you can kind of see how I'm doing it. Now, the cool thing is, is when we go into part two, talking about Facebook groups in episode number 149 with Jill and Josh Stanton, it's going to be the last episode of February. So that will be part two. I'm going to be reporting back to you my learnings and my insights around the pop-up group that will be in full effect by then. So it's really cool that you get to be a part of it in advance if you want. And then I'm also going to be talking about it from a behind the scenes look when Jill and Josh come on the show, because we're going to talk about pop-ups and we're going to talk about the community building strategies of the bigger Facebook groups like the one they have. So, so many cool things in the works for you, and the reason, and I should have started with this, but I'm going to tell you now, the reason why I feel like this topic is a hot one, this is a topic we've got to talk about in terms of just Facebook groups in general, is we've all seen a huge decline in our Facebook business pages. I mean, I post on there with a link to my latest blog post and image from the blog post, and I get like hundreds of people looking at it. It's just such a waste of time. So we are definitely changing the way we post on our Facebook page this year. And the one thing I'm focusing on are the Facebook Live sessions. I feel like the most important thing about having a Facebook business page is, one, your ability to do Facebook Lives to your audience. So that's a must. That's why you definitely want a business page. And two, to run Facebook ads. In order to run Facebook ads, you need to have your Facebook page active or you need to have one in general. So with that, I think those are the two most important reasons why I have a Facebook page. But beyond that, looking for more engagement, better conversations, more zeroing in on topics that I know my audience wants to talk about, that's where I think we need to be taking those conversations into Facebook groups. So that is why I am so fired up about this topic today. Okay. So here's what's going to happen. I want to talk to you today about all the things that make a Facebook group for a paid course wildly successful. And I want to talk to you about what having a private Facebook group for your course could do for your business, like behind the scenes, what it really means, and then also how to get people engaged in those groups. It's a little bit different than it is inside the bigger communities that we're going to be talking about in part two even different than what I might do in a pop-up group. It's more intimate. It's more personal. And I feel like the expectations on me are bigger inside these groups, but that's okay because the payoff is so, so worth it. I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products. And I want to talk about Shopify. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so let's get into the details. Now, I've been preaching for a while about the power of offering an exclusive private Facebook group for all of your students that pay to be a part of your program or your online course. Now, I've been telling you about the power of this, but what I realized is I haven't really given you the details, the how-to to make it really work. And I want to do that today because there's some nuances that are different than any other type of Facebook group you would set up. And the fact that people paid To be a part of your course means they feel that they've paid to be a part of this private Facebook group as well. And you know what happens when people pay for something, right? At least it does for me. I have high expectations. I put some money down for this and I expect it to be good. And so most of the time, course creators offer the private Facebook group as a bonus, but it doesn't matter. It's all part of the offer. So you have people that feel like this better be good because I paid for it. And there's a little added pressure to that, but don't worry. I'm going to walk you through some how-to so that you don't feel the pressure, but instead you think, holy cow, this is the best decision as a course creator I have ever made. So let's dive in to the Facebook course group intensive. It's what I'm calling this little mini training because we're getting down to the details. So the first thing that you want to do if you're thinking about adding a private Facebook group to your paid course offer is that you want to decide if a private Facebook group is going to be right for you. So first, I wanna give you some really cool benefits of doing something like this. The first thing is people get access to you. And when you are selling a course, letting your students or your potential students know that look, you will get to ask me questions. I will go on this journey with you, that sometimes puts people right into the place of saying, I am ready to buy. So that aspect of you being involved is usually, for a lot of people, all they need to know to say, where do I sign up? And that's probably the number one reason why I do these groups. Because early on, people would say during the Q&A when I was selling my programs, they'd say, do I have access to you? What if I get stuck along the way? And the answer to that is this private Facebook group. So if you're looking at this from a marketing perspective on your side, one of the great selling points is, yes, they will have access to you. And beyond that, they're going to get access to other people going through the group so that they do not feel stuck or they don't feel alone in any of the challenges. So I want you to pay attention to some of the things I'm saying, because these are all different marketing benefits that you can actually mention on your sales page when you post that you've got this private Facebook group exclusively for students only. You can say you get access to me. You get to be a part of a community of other people going through the group with you. And also you get to talk about that it's exclusive, that it's a small group. People love small groups because they know they're going to be seen and heard a whole lot easier. Now, I'll talk about the engagement side of things in a moment, meaning how do you really get the group engaged and how do you make sure that you are not feeling totally overwhelmed as the leader? We'll get into that because you can't be in there every minute supporting everyone. So I just want you to know that we'll get there. But I want you to know that offering yourself in a private Facebook group in my opinion, is going to get you more sales. Now, beyond just the fact that you're supporting people at a deeper level, you're giving them access to each other as they go through the program, you're answering questions in real time, beyond all of that, I also see the value of these private Facebook groups living beyond just the moment that they go through your course. Because for me, when I create these private Facebook groups, I tell my students, you have lifetime access. So as long as I'm creating this course and updating it, and it's part of my business model, then this group is going to be thriving. And what that means is they might have already gone through the course, but they're staying in because I'm showing up regularly. I'm offering insight. And down the road, if they feel like they're getting stuck again, they know they can always come back to me and get the support they need or just come back to the group and get the group support as well. But when people have been in your group for a while, they've gone through your course, but they're still engaged, you can start talking about future courses that you're creating. You can talk about future promotions. Now, what I don't do in my groups is I don't sell a lot. I don't make it a big pitch fest because I believe they paid a premium price to be in a group that's not all about promoting. I've already promoted to them. They've already purchased. So I don't make it a big pitch fest Although once in a while, I can let them know what I'm working on. And if they're interested, I'll give them a link to go check it out. But that's about as salesy as I might get in a private group for my students. So you can definitely mention things, which is always valuable. I just don't go for aggressive selling in the group. Okay. So another thing, a huge benefit of creating these private Facebook groups for your students is that you learn a whole heck of a lot. This has happened to me so many times where I've launched a brand new course. I put it out into the world, got a bunch of people to sign up for it. They get into the private Facebook group. They're going through the course. And in the first few weeks, they ask me questions. And I start to see a pattern of a few questions that keep popping up. And that pattern, if I pay close attention, speaks to me loudly. And what it says is, you need to fix this. They are confused about X, Y, or Z. This happened with webinars that convert. I came out with a program over a year ago, and in the first few weeks, people started to ask about formulas, meaning, okay, me, so can you do the math with me? How many people do I need to have on a webinar in order to convert, and how many people need to sign up for the whole thing, even if they don't show up for a webinar, and what percentage am I going to convert? And they wanted to know these formulas, and I hadn't thought about that for the course. So you can guess what I did. I sat down, created a brand new bonus two weeks into the program, all about the formulas to get to a five-figure webinar success story. And there's a bunch of different formulas you can use. I put it all in a video and I told everyone in the group, I have a brand new bonus. Thanks to you guys and your feedback, it's waiting for you now. And now it's a huge part of the course for anybody that joins, it's already there. But I would have never learned that if I didn't pay attention to what my students were saying in the private Facebook group. So you definitely learn a lot. And also, I think these private Facebook groups for your students is a great place for inspiration. Not only do they want to ask you a bunch of questions about the content you've taught and areas where they're getting stuck, but they also usually need a lot of inspiration. And seeing that other people are going through the same struggles is. A big boost of inspiration knowing they're not alone. But also, I come into the group on video, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But I'm always talking about look, I know that this might be an area where you get stuck, or right now you might be thinking whatever it is. Like, I validate their concerns and their challenges and their obstacles, and I talk to them about the fact that it's so normal where they're at and what they're feeling. And that inspiration from me goes a long way because I am their leader in that group. So I think that these groups not only give solid recommendations and tips and strategies, they can also give a whole bunch of inspiration, which is just as powerful. So just a few things to think about if you're thinking about creating a private Facebook group for your students. Now, the next thing I want to talk to you about is the importance of getting help. Now, If you're just starting out, you might have 20, 30 people in your group. And that's manageable. That's what it was like for me. The first time I did this, I just had a few people. I don't even know if I had 30 in my first private Facebook group. And I could manage that myself. Here's something you need to know. Let's say you had a hundred people sign up for your course. I'm gonna guess only about 70 of them will actually join the private Facebook group, even if that. Now I'm going to give you some tips in a moment to get more people into your group. If they haven't signed up yet, you know, this is a private Facebook group, so they need to request access into it. Not everybody will. Some people just don't like Facebook groups, but other people just aren't paying attention. So you need to kind of put it in front of them a few times. I'll help you do that in a moment, but just know that not everybody is going to join your Facebook group. And that's okay. And also if you're new at this, it's kind of a blessing. So you can have a smaller group that you can manage. But as your group starts to get bigger, I want you to find a moderator. I want you to find somebody to support you inside your Facebook group. So any of you that are inside any of my paid Facebook groups, you know that I have Lindsay and Lindsay is a godsend. She's been amazing. I've mentioned this before, but Lindsay was really vocal in one of my Facebook groups a long time ago, super helpful to everybody. And she really made herself known because of that. She wasn't doing it so I would notice her, but I definitely noticed her because of it. So we started to talk and I hired her to do a small project that I was working on where I knew she'd be an expert. I loved her personality and just the way she communicated with me. And we we worked well together. So then we took it one step further and I said, will you come and moderate some of my groups? And I paid her for that and now she's a full-time employee of mine and she does more than just moderation, but it's a big piece of her job responsibilities and she does a great job with that. So the moderator, if your group gets bigger, it becomes a huge piece of the puzzle. You want to introduce them to your group. You want to let people know that this person is going to be supporting along with you So I feel like you should be a part of the group to some extent. We're going to talk about that as well, but getting some extra help is always a good thing. So I know a lot of people who have designated some people as moderators and they do it for free. I think that's really cool. If they love your program, they want to be a part of it. They want to be helpful. That's awesome. I typically don't go that route because I make some requests on the person moderating. I want to give them some times that I want them in the group. I want them to be in there daily. I don't want them ever to promote their own thing. So I feel like if I pay them to be a moderator, I can put some restrictions there, but it's not really fair to put tons of restrictions on someone that's doing it for free or tons of expectations like show up every day between these times. You get the point. Okay. Okay. Also, before I got Lindsay into the group, my VA would get into the group and she'd help me support. So if you're at a point now that you do have a VA, you're not ready to hire or find a moderator, but you would like a little extra support in your group, by all means, ask your VA to help you. And what my VA would do is she would get in there and she would just monitor it, make sure that nobody's promoting, make sure that nobody's kind of gone rogue, which sometimes happens, and just making sure that people feel supported. Once in a while, a hot topic will come up and- this has happened to me. Like if I recommend a tool inside of my course and that tool is not working or their support is really poor, then my group will definitely say, Amy, this is not working for us. And I've got to get in there. And my VA gets in there and we diffuse the situation. I get on a call with the person who created the tool to talk about the issues. I tell my Facebook members that I followed up. So you got to be careful of those flare-ups that might happen in the group and they happen to everyone. So that's why having a VA just kind of look over it, even if they're not going to get actively involved in all the conversations is a really good thing. That way you're not tied to the group all the time. So that's another thing that I want to talk to you about. In my early days of having this private Facebook group for my students, I felt that I needed to be in there every single day and answer as many questions as I could because as I started this conversation, there's an expectation around my support because they paid to be in the program. And Early on, I hated my Facebook groups. Like You guys, I literally hated going into them. Not because I hated the people in the group, but because I felt like I could never do enough to support everybody and around this time that i started to hate it is luckily when Lindsay came on board but also i realized i have to set the expectations early on about my involvement in the group so what we've decided is that now i only get into the group once a week but i do so with an hour-long live video session where i am answering tons of questions So not only is this helpful to people in the moment, but it creates a video library of me answering tons and tons of questions. And in the freebie for today's episode, I'll show you how we actually catalog those questions so people know if they should watch the video or not, depending on the questions I answered. It's pretty cool. So yes, I have a freebie for this episode. It's all about different ways that we've created engagement inside of private Facebook groups you can get it at amyporterfield.com forward slash one four six download. And I'll talk about that even more so in a moment, but you can text the phrase one four six download to the number three, three, four, 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 and you can grab it that way as well. So we'll get to that in just a moment, but I want to just make it clear to you as the private Facebook group owner, that when you are promoting the fact that you have this private Facebook group, make it known how you will engage. Now, I also want to mention that I am only active in two of my private Facebook groups for my courses. So I have three courses, List Builders Lab, Courses That Convert, and Webinars That Convert. But I've decided to put my time and energy in my live video sessions into my two most expensive programs, which I call my signature programs. The good news is, is that Lindsay is really active inside of List Builders Lab. So that program, a lot less expensive, a lot less in detail, kind of intense program, less intense program. So because of that, Lindsay is in there supporting people along the way. And I do it that way because of bandwidth. I only have so many hours in the week. I have all these other projects I'm working on to support my community in general. So I've decided, okay, so for right now, I'm going to jump into my two signature courses once a week with live video. Now, down the road, as I'm able to balance some things out a little bit better and work some things out, I'd love to be active in all three of my groups. So just know if you're in List Builders Lab, that is definitely a goal of mine I just need a little bit more time to work it out. So because of that, I make sure that you all inside of List Builders Lab private Facebook group are supported with Lindsay, and she knows the course really well. And that's one more thing. When you do have a moderator, you want to make sure that that moderator really knows your course content. So Lindsay's gone through all three of my courses, and I think that should be a prerequisite For anybody that, especially if you're paying them to support a group that's tied to a course, because they will be so much more valuable to the students. They gotta be able to speak the language, right? So I just wanted to make sure that if you can find support, it's always good. Starting with a VA, moving into a moderator down the road, always a good idea. Okay, so now let's move into point number three, because point number one was all about the benefits of a private Facebook group. Point number two is all about supporting your members inside of a private Facebook group. Point number three is all about the setup. Now, as I mentioned, I have a freebie and in the freebie, I'm going to walk you through step-by-step how to set up a private Facebook group for your students only because there are actually some specifics you need to know. So I literally in the freebie, I'm going to walk you through step-by-step click here, then click there, and then do this, and then do that. That way, you know you've set it up in a way that is really perfect for your students to get into the group, but not anybody else who might want to just be a part of it. As a team, we've gotten really good with the settings of a Facebook group to make sure they work for exclusivity Inside of a paid course. So, you definitely want to check that out. So, that will be included in the freebie amyporterfield.com forward slash 146 download. I'll walk you through them. But one thing you need to know is that there are three different privacy settings. You could have a public Facebook group, a closed Facebook group, and a secret Facebook group. And what I do is I choose a closed Facebook group. And again, there's different settings that you need to turn on and turn off, and that's what will be in the freebie. So I wanted to point that out because I do think you got to set it up right. Now, the fourth point is this, and it's all about promoting your private Facebook group. Now, the word promoting might be a little bit weird because I already said I don't like to promote and sell inside of my group. But what I'm talking about here is you need to promote the group To your students, because remember, not everybody that signs up for your course is going to want to be a part of your private Facebook group. But where I've been amazed is that although I mention it as part of the offer, and although I mention it in their first email when they get their login details to my program, there are so many people that still say, Wait, how do I get into the private Facebook group? Or, Wait, I didn't even know one existed. I don't know how that happens when you feel like you've over-communicated, but it does. And it really doesn't matter if you feel like you've done a good job or not. If people aren't showing up, then you're wasting time inside that private Facebook group, especially if you're going to be doing live video. We know how much effort that takes. So we want as many people that are inside your course to come over to the private Facebook group as well. And that reminds me, I forgot to mention one thing when I talked about benefits, What I've seen over the years is that my refunds dramatically decline when I have a private Facebook group, because a lot of the times people will refund when they're confused or they feel like they're not part of the community or the course is maybe not right for them, or they just don't feel like they're getting any support in general. A private Facebook group answers all of those questions or kind of tackles all of those challenges So with a private Facebook group, I think you can also see a decline in refunds from people that just need a little extra support, yet another reason to get them inside of the group. So here's a few things you can do to make sure you're promoting it properly. The first thing is, of course, you're mentioning it as part of your product offer. So on all of my sales pages, you will see a section where I talk about the private Facebook group. In addition to that, I talk about it as part of the offer on my webinars. So even before people buy, they know there is a private Facebook group. And if I'm going to be active in it, they know that as well. Really, really important. The second thing is that when someone joins your program, you send them a welcome email, right? The email that says, hey, so glad you're part of the program. Here's your login details. Get started right away. And usually what I say is that the first thing I want you to do is join the private Facebook group. And I link to the private Facebook group right there in the very first email. Now, with the settings that I'm going to show you how to do in the freebie, what they need to do is click that link and they request access to the private Facebook group. And then my VA will make sure she checks the name checks to make sure they actually paid for the program, and then she lets them in. So that's another thing that a VA could do, or a moderator, whoever you have supporting you, checking to make sure anybody who requests to be part of your Facebook group has actually purchased your program. A little bit tedious, but worth it because you're promising that exclusivity, and exclusivity helps you sell your program. So that's just one step you want to pay attention to, but that's how we do it. We put it in that very first email, Now, in addition to that, if I ever see a challenge where I feel like people just aren't getting inside the group, about a day or two later, I'll create a dedicated email all about the reason why that Facebook group is so very valuable. And if I'm going to do a Facebook Live session in the group, I might send an email the morning of and say, hey, guys, I'm so glad you're part of this program. I'm doing my first Facebook live Q&A inside our brand spanking new private Facebook group. Click this link to request access, and you can join me in my live session today. So give them a reason to get into it right away. Maybe that reason is you're going to do a live Q&A, and they're more likely to pay attention and get into the group. So just one dedicated email could go a long way. And then another thing I do is throughout my course, I'll mention the private Facebook group. So I'll say, okay, if you are stuck, you can jump into the private Facebook group and you can get support right away. Know that a community is waiting for you. Or one thing I love to do to kind of start the party off is I'll say, jump inside the private Facebook group and I want you to post your number one goal related to XYZ. So if you tell them to jump into the group and do something, that always encourages people to move on over there and take action. So that's another thing you can do anytime throughout your course. You could say, all right, once you finish this, jump inside the private Facebook group and do X, Y, Z. So that's another great way to get them into the group. Now, another thing you can do is you can actually promote your private Facebook group with Facebook ads. Now there's two ways to do this. This is kind of something new that most people don't talk about, but the first thing you can do is during your promo, you can actually have one ad that spotlights the value of this private Facebook group bonus. So there are always bonuses in my offer, So I might have one Facebook ad that's dedicated to the bonus of the private Facebook group and why it's so valuable, and I'll run that ad to anybody that hit my sales page or was on my webinar. So that's one way you can run Facebook ads in advance. But another cool way is if you're having challenges getting people moved over, getting your students moved over into the group, you can actually run a Facebook ad to all of your students who have not yet joined the group. And you can make a video and say, hey, I noticed that you're not yet a part of our private Facebook group. It's for students only. That means you. I'd love for you to come join me. We're doing something really cool today or whatever you want to say. Just click the link to request access and we'll let you in right away. So that's all you have to say. But if you're struggling, a cool Facebook ad video just to those students who have not joined yet could go a long way. So you've got to promote it. You definitely want to make it very easy them to get inside the Facebook group. And then when my team, my support team starts to get questions that are kind of random, like they'll email support and ask about a certain module and a certain training, they'll answer the question for them. And then they'll say, make sure to join the private Facebook group. This would be a great question to ask inside the group because not only may Amy actually answer it, but there's a lot of people inside the group that will help you as well. So my support is often pushing my students over to the group as well. Okay. So the final tip I want to give you is about engagement. I've been teasing this throughout this entire episode, but it's important that once people are inside your private Facebook group, that you offer a whole heck of a lot of engagement. And I have some really cool ways for you to do this. But also, this is where my freebie is really focused. So the freebie I already mentioned is going to walk you through the settings to put together the proper Facebook group the right way. But also, even more so than that, even more exciting than that, is that I've collected examples of how to get engagement inside of a group. And I've taken examples from a few different Facebook groups so that you can see what could work inside of a group just for your students. So let me give you some ideas right away. You often want to think of ways that will get people to engage, but won't always depend on you. So hopefully you will build a community where everyone will support each other. And gosh, I even say this, I'll say, I really am looking forward to all of you supporting each other because that's what will make this a really special, exclusive Facebook group. So I'm always encouraging people to speak up and when people do speak up I thank them. So in the comments I might say John, thank you so much for offering this insight to Jane. I think it was really valuable and I love seeing how you're showing up here. So I'll really give people props when they do help other people. But here are a few things you can do. So the first thing is as you guys know, I said I do a weekly live Q&A session. And I really love doing these, but here's something I didn't tell you is that a day before, about 24 hours before I go live, Lindsay posts something in the Facebook group reminding them that I'm live tomorrow and at what time, and then asking for questions in advance. And what Lindsay does is she collects all those questions and puts them into a Google Doc. Now, here's two cool things about that. Number one, now we have a Google Doc that goes back a year now of all the questions people have asked. So if I'm ever in need of inspiration creating new content, these Google lists of tons of questions related to courses and webinars and kind of everything in between. People kind of use it as a free-for-all and just ask me all these questions about online marketing. Now I could see where my students are getting stuck, what they're asking, and I have this great list to help me to create new content in advance. So that's just a side note, but it's really cool. But I've what happens is because she collects the questions in advance, when I go live... I have a list of the questions in front of me that I've reviewed before I've gone live. I've deleted any that I think this is just so specific to this person that it's not fair for the whole group to hear me talk about it. So I might ask Lindsay to address it in another situation, like reach out to this person and and suggest X, Y, Z. But I really try to focus on all the questions that are real valuable for the group. And also, if I'm stuck, like sometimes I don't know how to answer a question, especially if it's really complicated related to Facebook ads. So I'll make a call. So usually I call Rick Mulready and I say, Rick, I have a question about XYZ. Someone's asking it in my group. Can you help me understand? So I just make sure I'm prepared to support. And that goes a long way in terms of prepping for the q and That way, they're always really powerful. But let's be honest, beyond me answering a bunch of questions in the Q&A, my students get to see me every single week and I'm there for them and they get to know me more and they feel connected to me. And that goes just as far as me answering their specific question. So I think that connection is so important and the fact that they get to see me is so fantastic and it's real time. So once I get through all of the questions that were sent in in advance, Then I go into the comments and if I have time, if the hour's not up, I can answer some questions that were posted right there. And I usually have about five, 10 minutes to do so. And then I get to banter back with them a little bit and hear what they're talking about in the moment, which is fun. So that real-time component is really good. But also, let's say you're not ready to do live video yet. I've done it where I'll say, okay, guys, I'm here for the next hour. It's not live video. I'm just typing this. I'm here for the next hour ask me any questions you have and i'll usually create a graphic i'll show you this in the freebie i'll create a graphic that says like live q and a post your questions below and then i stay there for that full hour or do 30 minutes if you have a small group and i just type in all of my answers or sometimes i use a tool like snagit where if i want to show them something on the web they'll hear my voice but they'll see my computer screen and i might be showing them an example i do this a lot when i want to help somebody with a sales page or an opt in page, I'll say, see where you have this button here? I'd move it here or whatever that might be. So that leads me to the next thing. So if you don't wanna do live video, you can just do a QA where you're typing in your responses in real time. But also, you can do fun things like review somebody's website if that relates to your content or review somebody's meal plan for the week. So a day in advance, you could say, okay, I'm gonna choose one person to review their meal plan if that relates to your content, you get what I'm saying. So submit them below. I'm going to randomly choose one. And then tomorrow I'm going to get on live video and I'm going to review the plan. Or if you don't like live video, you can record the video and then just post it. Not as ideal, but I get we all have our limitations. So you can do things like reviews. I know Jasmine Starr, inside of her Instagram private Facebook group, she reviews different Instagram channels. And I thought that was such a cool idea. So she does does this on a regular basis. So you can do Q&As, you can do reviews, you can just jump on and teach something. So not too long ago, I jumped into my webinars group and I talked about a challenge that I've seen come up a lot lately. So we dove into this challenge, we talked about how to move past it, and that was my training that I did for them for that week. So it's just something extra. They've got all of the trainings inside their members area, but I saw something come up a lot so I needed to address it to help them. And that's another beautiful thing with these private Facebook groups. You are creating customers for life. So there's so many other cool things you can do with engagement and that's why I created the freebie. So if you go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 146 download, or if you text the phrase 146 download to the number 33444, you can get my freebie of the week. And I show you literally screen grabs of different ways to create engagement and talk about why they're so valuable. So I think it's a really cool freebie that you can use inside of a private Facebook group for your students only Or you can use these examples in the different type of Facebook group that we're going to talk about in a few weeks, which is the community building strategy and the pop-up Facebook groups that I talked about earlier. So you definitely have some options with engagement, but I wanted to start with this freebie now and then you can use it across all three different ways to do Facebook groups. Okay. So remember, this is part one of a two-part mini training And in episode 149, which is the last episode in February, I will have Jill and Josh Stanton on the show talking about how they went from 5,000 people in their Facebook group to 30,000. And when I was talking about this opportunity, someone on my team said, yeah, but 5,000 even seems big. 30,000 seems kind of unattainable. What about the people that are just starting out and they might just get a few hundred? And I was telling one of my team members, that's a great point. So don't let those numbers throw you off. I still want you to listen to episode 149 when Jill and Josh come on, because it's not necessarily about the numbers, but about the fact that they've cracked the code on growing these Facebook groups. The numbers don't matter as much as the trajectory of going up in terms of attracting more people and building a bigger community. And they're sharing things that they've never shared on my show before. They've been on my show a few times, but this is some new content that we're sharing. And I'm excited to dive in there with them. Two more things I want to tell you. Remember that I have this B-School Breakthrough 30-day pop-up group starting next week. If you want to get on the list to get an invite, go to amyporterfield.com forward slash pop-up. And I will definitely be leading by example, meaning I know that many of you that will be in that pop-up group with me are going to be watching how I do this and how I take advantage of this opportunity to create community, add value, do mini trainings, do a lot of live video. So I'm going to be very purposeful in how I support this group so you can see it done right. So just know that I know that there's always a learning moment here, and I'm definitely going to take advantage of that for you as well. So I hope to see you, if you're all interested in looking into B-School, I hope to see you in that group. I'm going to hopefully keep it small enough and only attract people that are interested in that topic, which is the beauty of a pop-up group. So I can't wait to get it started. Get on the list and I'll send you an invite. Okay. I cannot wait to talk to you next week. Now, I have a very, very special guest. I'm not going to tell you who it is. I want it to be a surprise. But I'm going to give you a hint that the topic we chose to talk about is something I've never ever brought up here, but I think is so powerful. You know, Tony Robbins always said that being an entrepreneur is 80% mindset, 20% mechanics. And my show is pretty much about the mechanics, the how to, the step by step, action by action stuff. But next week, I want to talk about mindset, but in a way that I've never talked about it before. So if you ever have those moments where you doubt yourself as an entrepreneur, where you're struggling, where everything seems to be taking forever, where you're comparing yourself to other people, where things just aren't going great and you just are not feeling extremely confident in your abilities or in your business building skills, then you got to listen to next week's episode with my surprise special guest. I cannot wait. To deliver this episode to you. So it's episode number 147. It's next week. I can't wait to see you there. Have a wonderful week, guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com.